0: It's time for the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Let's go live to RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here's Coach Campy and the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, Neil Rule. Go everybody. Welcome back to another season of the Greg Campy Show. We are live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. He is the coach, Greg Campy, and Coach. Back at, what is this, your number five? Your number six? I'm
1: somewhere in there.
0: Somewhere in there. It's crazy yeah. it lasted this long. But as you've always said, Coach, this is the number one rated show in its time slot on this station. That's still yeah. undefeated.
1: Yeah. Always has been. Good to be back at RJ's. Yeah. So. Uh, the crowd maybe not as big as we're used to here, but the uh, the real people that care are here tonight. I guess, right?
0: We we, we do have the core audience, certainly. Right. So I yeah, giving up to yourselves, it. Uh, so you made it. Like listen to that. Like you're like crowd's yeah. not as big. You're used to the standing room only. I know. Oh well,
1: you know it's early. I mean the other night for the opener, we we had the student place was packed, but the chair back seats were a little empty the other night. But I know there was a lot going on election day and things like that. And we were playing a d one so I get it. But um, I was a little disappointed in the in the total turnout. Uh, Obviously, the students were unbelievable as they always are—the best there is. So, and they, you know, they got to see the kind of game that we all expected to see that night. You know, a game that we would win going away, and everybody got to play and I'd get an idea a little bit about all the new guys. So, it was—it was a good night.
0: Absolutely, it certainly was. And back for another season, of course. Uh, the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Certainly, have happy to have them back on board as well. Sue and Cam Evans from the Evans Law Group in the house here tonight as well. They're here no, over here right it. corner, right there. Oh hi. Cam, Yeah, Cam's got his back to us well, for some reason. I don't, I
1: don't know. know. So what we're going to do tonight uh, for show of the year, one of the things we wanted to do was get Kendrick not on the show. Obviously, he's kind of taken this, this country by storm with uh, his play that I think a lot of us knew that if he ever got the chance – uh, you know, he, he was good enough to be able to do that. I thought he was a first-round pick. I said that a bunch of times while he was with us. Um, you know, his background and things like that probably kept him from being a first-round pick. And you were right, by the way. Yeah, yeah I think, you know, <laughs> he, uh, he you know, I don't know how exactly to say it, but he set history, he broke history, he made history, I guess would be the way to say it, uh, scoring more points than any undrafted rookie. In their first five games, and if you look at if you look at the five people, you know the top five that were in that, it was like a Mount Rushmore, you know, Hall of Fame type players that he's up there rubbing elbows with. So that was exciting. It's great for Oakland, but it's more importantly, Kendrick's just a great kid, and he's going to join us tonight about 7:30. We're going to talk to him, and so get our questions ready for that. And what we wanted to do is just have some Kendrick Nun trivia tonight. I brought four. everybody always says why don't you get why don't we fans, why can't they get the stuff that players wear? So I took four hats today from the stash of hats that came in for our players. And so this, obviously the people in the radio aren't going to get to be part of this, but the people here, first person that yells out the answer and come up and get themselves a hat. So we'll start right now with one.
0: Yeah, sure, let's do that. we got some Kendrick Nunn trivia. This is open just to the people in the house. And remember, right. if a question pops in your head, you can tweet it to hashtag Ask Campy. Uh, you know, if you got a guess or whatever, we'll, we'll, give, we'll give you credit if you're right, but this yeah. applies to the people in-house here. Give, it, give us a first one. All Kendrick right, yell Nunn it trivia.
1: out, and if you're the first one. So Kendrick Nunn played high school basketball in Chicago. He played on four straight state championship teams, okay? four state, straight state championship teams. He played with a player, Javari Parker. <laughs> the question, now I'm going to get to the question.
0: Oh, you slow-rolled you guys there. Yeah. I like it.
1: Yeah, this is quite is in jeopardy, but there is going to be a question involved. The question is, what NBA team drafted Javari Parker? The Bucs. Whoever who said that, yeah. come on, get a hat. You got the hat right there. Congratulations. Milwaukee you know, Bucks. And now. And the bonus question, who does he play for now? Yeah. Oh, look at that. You can man. keep the hat. <laughs> you don't, you, it was just you were going to get to wear it for a week. Now you get to, You can keep it.
0: A l- little bit further <laughs> background on that scenario too, Coach, because I tell this story on the air from time to time. Jabari Parker, Kendrick Nunn won the four state titles. They retired their number before they left high school, both of their numbers. They retired their numbers. And that happens a lot. <laughs> And uh, certainly is incredible the, the run that he is on. And certainly we will talk to Kendrick Nunn coming up at 7:30. We'll take your questions on Twitter with the hashtag #AskCampy as well. But Coach, you know you guys got one under your belt with the win against Goshen. When when you look at what happened in that basketball game and. How things shook out. Uh, there certainly were periods where I looked over at you, you were happy. There were periods where you were not happy, but that's not that's not indifferent than uh, any I other don't, game. I don't
1: remember those many of those happy periods that you're talking about. I I will say this: it's it's it, I've never been involved with that many new players. Um, you know, last year was a I thought the biggest rebuilding year we'd ever had, but we had people that had been in the program and they were just getting to play. Cumberland was getting to play for the first time. Xavier had played a little bit, Brad had played a little bit, but now as, as key elements they were getting. But this year we've got ten new guys, and the nerves that you see out there are amazing, and it, it kind of snowballs because normally you throw a freshman or a new kid out there and they're nervous, but the veterans around them can calm them down and are a calming uh, guidance to them, but we don't have that out there. Um, I mean, Brad was hyped up last night. I've never seen a jump ball get tipped into the out of bounds. Into the crowd, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how hard he hit the thing, and um, it was it, it was really interesting. Well I mean, we we didn't report in a couple times properly. I mean, you would think really good players who are on scholarship would know how to go down to the scores table and and go in a game. And uh, we didn't do that very well last night. We had at least three occasions that we were so nervous that we didn't even know how to to report in. Um, So we got that out of our system. Um, You know, the shooting, I mean, I've seen some of the worst shots taken in the two exhibition games in in that game yesterday. Not taken, but the result of the shot, you know, very good shooters not touching the rim, hitting the backboard and that. And Kangoo finally made a shot, and uh, he's a very, very good shooter. No one would know that, having watched the, the three games. And then he finally made one last night that rolled around and went in. The next one was all net, and I think he's calming down a little bit. And uh, Obviously, Lampman made some shots last night, and you could see the type of shooter he is where you wouldn't have known that through the two exhibition games. And it's going to take some games, you know, just to... Six, seven games in, all that stuff will be gone, and they'll have grown up a little bit. And, and, and But we're going to go through that. We're really going to go through it this weekend because we're going to play really good teams on, on the road. And uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how we handle it.
0: Certainly the Sunshine Slam coming up this weekend. We will fly down there tomorrow. Games on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Three games in three days. And... Piggybacking off of that, Saturday night's game, 5 o'clock against Texas San Antonio, then turn around 1 o'clock on Sunday against Southern Illinois, who uh, always is, is a mid-major power. They certainly are a very good mid-major team. Uh, you guys will be up against it this weekend. There's no question.
1: Yeah, but it's good for us. I mean, uh, uh, there will be no easy. Uh, but not there we're going to have to play to get a win in any of the three games we're going to have to play. Delaware is a team that, uh, you know, had... Much improved last year, and they have a grad transfer that joined them this year. They've got a first-team all-league player in a very good league uh, at 21 last night, and their opener made six threes, so they're going to be very difficult to play. Um, Texas, San Antonio is picked in the top two or three of the uh, Conference USA, which is one of the you know top ten conferences in the country. And we're going to play them, and then, as you said, Southern Illinois is you know, known with for a great basketball tradition and and every one of those teams is different we're going to have to play a a different offense a different pace uh you know uh, the first game friday against delaware is going to be like the last night i mean 41 threes by the uh uh goshen team And, and you say well you didn't you didn't guard the three we guarded the heck out of the three they just kept going back further and further and further and shooting it from and then they got hot at the end. I mean, they scored 30 points in the last eight minutes, where they had only had 38 in the whole game. Um, they made five or six out of eight to finish, and they were deep. Um, now the guys in the inn at that time didn't quite have the size that you know the guys did at the beginning of the game. Um, so oh, our defense is going to be tested, and our game prep, quick game pres- prep, is going to be tested to see what. What a guy like Gettlefinger, if they can come back day to day, if they can understand what a quick scouting report is, you know, you, when you only have a couple hours to prepare for a team, can they take what they learn onto the floor? My guess is no. You know, my guess is we won't be able to do that this early in their careers, but we'll find out.
0: Dan O'Dapo is, is a guy that the athleticism is, is just apparent. I mean, you watch the game for 30 seconds and you see him do things. And, and coach, I've been around the Horizon League you know, long time, he looks different than the typical four that you're going to see out there in the horizon. Like he, he brings a different element. He bounces off the floor. His motor never stops. I mean, th- this guy's going to be a difference maker.
1: Well, we sure hope so. I mean, um, you know, our, it was funny last night. He looked like, you know, when, you, when I had boys and they were little, and my one was 14, and the other one was six. It, it looked like the 14-year-old playing the six-year-old one-on-one. Right. You know, it, it his, the bodied size and difference. And um, you know, I think he's going to be really good, but we haven't really played anybody yet to, to see how he competes in that. And you um, know, his the thing that the greatest thing about him is that he has a chance to get way better too. Uh, His skill set offensively is still raw. Yes, it's something that we can really work with him. Um, He can improve over the next couple years. His jump shot can improve. His free throw can improve. um, And he's really good right now. So imagine if he improves to the level that we need him to improve to, how good he can be. Because as you said, you don't see many that look like him uh, at our level. Uh, We've got three guys like that right now, you know, our size is pretty intimidating and and when when Trey, if, if Trey ever decides to start playing this year, um, you know, at six foot five and his length and Kango at six four at the point and, you know, we bring Ghetto finger off the bench at six four, Monroe at six three. Jackie Harris is a perimeter player at six six. We have tremendous size, you know, the biggest we've ever been ever. Um, and we have a chance to be the best defensive team we've ever been. Um, absolutely no question in my mind we can be that. And the key to to being a great defensive team is that you get the misses. You know, you can you can play great defense; they miss, get the rebound, lay it in. It's fifty percent. And our ability to rebound, I think, is co- is what could make us a great defensive team. The only thing that we don't have defensively is. We don't have a rim protector, a shot blocker, Brad Brad X. Those guys, they can block shots, but they're not Keith Benson. They're not that type of Isaiah Brock type rim protector. Um, But we have, which we've never had at one time, any team I've ever coached, we have three elite defenders, guys that can just, remember when we had Dante Williams? Right. Remember when we had... Um,
0: I always felt he never got the credit he deserved as a defender. You could put him on the league's best player. He right. would do well. Point
1: guard to a four. Right. You know, Oladapo can guard one through five. There's no question he can guard one through five. Trey can guard one through four, and uh, Kangu can guard one through four. And and they can do it in a shutdown manner and fashion. And, you know, that's impressive. I mean, when you ha- have that... Like we play, Delaware's got three outstanding guards, three. And their they're inside game's okay, but they're, they're you know, perimeter-oriented. They're going to be a really good team on nights their players are making shots. They're going to struggle on nights they don't because they don't have that great inside presence. So normally we would be going in there saying, oh, man, we got to hope these two guys miss because, we you know, we don't have a guy that can shut all three of them down. And now we do. And so there's always hope when you can shut people down. There's always hope. And key, again, though is you get their misses. And I think I think we're pretty good at that.
0: Was there any surprises last night? Did anybody step up that you weren't expecting to see step up in the way that they did?
1: Well, it was good to see Lampman make a shot and feel like he belonged. He uh, looked like he belonged with that yeah. stroke. Well, there, there's a story on him. Is, you know, we were... Going through what we went through in the off season. and the roster was pretty set. And I got a call from Travis Bader saying I, I might have found the next me. And uh, I said, "So well, you listened?" I said, "Well, I'd tell like that. You know, yeah, tell I, me more. I, I would like to see that." <laughs> and uh, he told me about Blake, and Blake and his parents came down, and we talked. And you know, I said, "I'll tell you what. You can come in here, uh, go through the summer." and uh, um, you're not going to go to Greece with us, but you can come in, practice with us. And you know, redshirt this year, and, and, and about three weeks after he got here and started practicing, I called him, and I go, would you like to go to Greece?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, he said yes. And, and then uh, I told him a week ago, I said, look, if, uh, if Rashad's waiver is denied, you're going to play. And we're not going to redshirt you. And obviously it got denied. And and, uh, so he's playing.
0: All right, Coach. Well, we'll take our first break here on the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the game against Goshen College last night. Look ahead to what's going on over the weekend. And don't forget, coming up at 7.30, Kendrick Nunn. He's setting the NBA ablaze. He will join us at 7.30 as well. We'll have all that, your tweets, with the hashtag Ask Campy And we are live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. We'll be right back with more. This is The Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. I'm here with Cameron Evans, president of the Evans Law Group, proudly headquartered in downtown Rochester. Super Lawyers Magazine has recognized Cam as one of the top 100 lawyers in Michigan. U.S. News & World Report has recognized the Evans Law Group as one of the best law firms in the United States and recognized Cam for the ninth straight year as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. Cam, what does this type of All-American recognition mean to you?
3: Neil, it means that our clients believe they receive outstanding value for the advice, counsel, and legal representation we provide. Evans Law Group was founded with an emphasis on advising businesses on all facets of their labor and employment law issues, including conducting a broad range of in-house employment and human resources compliance seminars. Having effective training for executives and managers related to HR compliance issues in the workplace has never been more critical than it is today. I am honored to have presented my seminars to a broad array of businesses, ranging from publicly traded companies to multi-generational family businesses, and to just about everything in between. To learn more about the services offered by the
0: Evans Law Group, contact CAM at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com.
3: Thanks a lot, Neil. It is an honor once again to sponsor the great Campy Radio Show and go Golden Grizzlies. Rally House, shop every team in town, college and pro. Come on, it's time to go. Visit Rally House's nine retail
1: locations in the Detroit Metro for the latest in golden grizzly gear or your favorite
3: local pro or college team. Lions, Tigers, Red Wings, Bistons, Spartans, Chippewas, everything Michigan. Rally House, Rally House. It's your city, it's your house. It's the Rally House. Shop ten locations in Michigan and online at
1: rallyhouse.com.
0: Welcome back to RJ's Pub here in Rochester Hills, a Greg Campy show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. He is a coach Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Happy you are with us on Detroit's eleven thirty AM WDFN the Fan, your radio home for Golden Grizzlies basketball all season long. Also on the iHeartRadio app for the Bluetoothers out there. And coach, we're we're just kind of wrapping up the discussion about the win over Goshen College. And and you spoke about Blank Lapman. I think I know where you'll go with this question. Was, was there anything in particular that disappointed you last night that, that you weren't happy with?
1: It was something obvious that I'm missing? If you know where I'm going to go with it, because I'm, I'm not sure I know. Um, what was that? Well, co- coaches just, are
0: never 100% happy with, with anything. There's always no, something.
1: No, but uh, the game went as I expected, actually. I um, You know, I. I Thought we would be nervous and things like that. I thought we would guard really well and rebound really well, and we did. Um, what didn't I like? I loved everything. Really? So, so what do you think it is I didn't like?
0: No, I, I because um, coaches always say that there is uh, no there is no perfect game. You know, I mean. No,
1: but but you know you got to temper your expectations for what's out there when you. Play that many new players? I mean, if you look at it, Kangoo's made gotten better every game, and he's going to have to continue. Um, you know, we're not getting much out of our two spot right now, but
0: well, that that was going to be my question uh, about Kangoo and the and the point situation because you do have to take that with a grain of salt, as you said in the press conference last night. You're asking a guy to do something that he's not comfortable doing, something that he hasn't done before. So, this is going to be something where you will see that development. And from where I was sitting, you, you saw the moments where, where it clicked and, and he had right. it rolling. You saw right. the moments.
1: Right, but he's doing it against inferior. Sure. You know, obviously, size and, you know, skill level of what we're going to be playing against. It wasn't anywhere near the same. But, you know, they are baby steps for him. He's got to be – he's got, by the time Detroit comes in here in December to open league play, he's got to be able to value the ball and not turn it over for pick sixes, or run outs for the other team. He's got to be able to get us in our stuff, and that's not easy to do when you have some people that are new and s- s- scatterbrained and, you know, the that what gets called, and they're like, freeze because they don't remember it. And he starts running the play, and you've got two guys not in. His job is, you know, there's a lot more to it than, than you see, and he's got to learn that. He's never had that responsibility before. He's got to be an elite defender. He's got to rebound for us. And uh, when he's open, he's got to make shots. He doesn't have to create shots. He doesn't have to go get baskets. He's just got to make open shots because we're going to get double teamed in the post a lot. The the, the defenses are going to try. I mean, we have probably three of the four, maybe five best post players in the league. And, uh, I mean, you've got Lovett at uh, right State. State. And, you know, I don't know if, if I would take anybody else over the three that we have. And so when teams prep for us, they're going to, you know. And the good of that is the third best defender in the, of the post is going to have to guard either X, Stan, or Brad. I don't care which one it is. We can go to the one that is being guarded by the third best player.
0: Will you do things offensively more in a, like an NBA style? Where, where you see in the NBA where... They isolate the matchup, and then they attack it, and they attack it, and they attack it. Well,
1: yeah, we're not going to isolate the matchup. We're going to run sets. We have sets to every one of them. Right. All right, we have plays to this spot, plays to that spot, plays to that spot. We'll run the plays to To that matchup. Who we believe is defended by the weakest guy. Right. We'll go through them, and then they're going to have to pick. You know, like last night, Oladapo was killing them, and they made a change, and all of a sudden, now we went to X, and X was killing them. And then the second half, Brad was killing, you know, the 21, 21, and 16, I think, out of those three spots. And that's what we're going to do. So what are you going to do if you were playing us? You know, if you were prepping to play us, what would you do? My guess is most of us sitting here would say after watching us play, you know, we're going to make them make threes. You know, we're going to pack it in and we're not going to let those three guys, and we're going to beat the crap out of us in there and foul us and zone zone zone, us and pack it in and and so what we've got to do is we've got to be able to make open threes on kickout passes. On not, we don't want to run the ball up the floor and fire a three because that that's stupidity with this group. Uh, we want to run, get the ball to the rim, and play from the rim out. And, uh, and if Kangoo is out there and can do all the things we're talking about, and catch a pass and knock an open three down, then he's going to be an outstanding player for us and help us win. So that's what I need from him, and he's got to get to that by January or December twenty-eighth.
0: This is the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Give us your tweets with the hashtag #AskCampy. We'll be getting to those a little bit later on. Don't forget Kendrick Nunn will be joining us in about eight or nine minutes or so, but we're wrapping up the discussion. Golden Grizzlies with the win last night over Goshen College. And, Coach, I did want to bring this up. A few of the, the Grizz Gang members are here. They brought heat last night, man. I mean they, they brought heat out there in the arena. There was not a place to sit anywhere in the Grizz Gang. All, the, all those seats were occupied, Coach.
1: Well, it's becoming an expectation. I mean, I expect that from them now because they're that good, and they've been, they've been that way for a while now, and it's just growing and getting bigger and better every year. And it's our job to keep playing well so that they, you know, they're they're rewarded for what they do. And it goes hand in hand, though. The the having them there helps us. You know, it motivates us. You, you, they saw what our players thought of them after the game. You know, our players went down and. Did what you know? They all do what they do at the end there, and um, yeah, they're important. It's very important, and uh, you know, I, I I think that this is a team that if you stick with us by the end, they're gonna they're gonna be rewarded. I, I really think we have a chance to be really good. There's some things that have to happen, and I think we're, we play our tails off, and that's that's the first step in in getting where we want to go. We play hard. I mean, Oladapo. And Kangoo both bring a motor to the table. That you know, Brad's always had the motor. X is X is a guy that wants to play hard, but has to be pushed to it. And and these guys push him, and um, we, we're gonna we're gonna play our tails off.
0: We were talking. A couple of the, the members of the Grizz gang are here. Nick is here. He he brought a lot too because he came here tonight and got the season fries.
1: Oh, oh, and they're all gone too. Yeah. I, I can't even get one.
0: You were I, slow. You didn't sniff those out. Usually you are on that when we're here at RJ's Pub. Well,
1: I got here a little early, and maybe, just maybe, I might have had some, you know, So? On, just maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but if they're out there, you sniff those things uh-huh. out, man. You smell them before they even come out.
1: No better. No better than that. <laughs> <no.
0: laughs> Absolutely. Taco Wednesday here as well. That's always a winning play. What you guys did defensively uh, last night, and I, I talked with Goshen's coach, John Trofe, your former graduate assistant, and he said the length was just very hard to deal with. And, and the length, it was constant. And after a while, it takes a toll on you mentally. That that was basically the summation of the conversation was the length that you have defensively, that goes hand in hand with when you talk about the fact that you may have one of your best defensive teams ever, if not the best, it's a pretty simple formula, right? The longer you are, the, the tougher it is to shoot over you.
1: Well, and, and not only length, but uh, bulk. We have, we have big, strong guys, which... You know, our offensive-minded teams have been more lean athletes that run and shoot and that, where this is more of a bulk, big, strong team. Um, As I said earlier, the sizes, you know, when you put that kind of size out there, you cover ground, you cover the court, and it's a wear-down factor. The big thing that I think as fans, that as you watch this team progress, the thing that's got to happen for us to have the success that we all want to have, is the free throw differential. You know, in, in the three games we've played, we're averaging almost 30 free throws a game, and our opponents are averaging 10. And if that continues, now that's, that's, home. Not, yeah. that's non-D1, so it's not going to stay that big. But if we can continue to get to the line 25-plus times a game and hold our opponents to 15, we're going to win a lot of games. And more importantly, Oladapo got fouled nine times last night there's not a lot of depth in the post in our league. And there's not a lot of teams that have multiple bigs that can play. And so if you can go in, and like on Delaware on Friday. Delaware's got two pretty good post players. And then the guys that come in off the bench are small, thin. If we can knock it in there and get those guys in foul trouble, every time that whistle blows, that's good for us. Whether we're shooting, whether we're making them or not. We're not a great free throw shooting team. We're not going to be a great free-throw shooting team. That's why we have to shoot so many, because for us to get to 20 makes, we're going to have to shoot a lot.
2: <laughs> but
1: every time that whistle blows, that's one-fifth of the eligibility of the player that made the foul. And all of a sudden, those guys can't play because they're, you know, they're in foul trouble or they're fouled out. Saginaw had a really good big guy who played about 12 minutes, you know, and he, he against Michigan a couple nights later, I think he had 16, but he couldn't didn't score against us because he didn't get to play because he was in foul trouble. And that's our calling card. We have to do that. And that's why we can't fire up transition threes. That's why we can't get playing so fast because we've got to get the ball, get touches in the paint in a, in a physical situation where we're going to get to the free throw line and get there early. And uh, as, you, as the season goes on, that's something to watch. If we're doing that, then obviously... You know that's going to pile up victories, and if we're not doing it, it's probably not. It's probably going to mean losses.
0: Uh, real quickly, coach, before we cut out of this segment, and we'll get you to Kendrick Nunn on the other side of the segment here on the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We are live at R.J.'s Pub in Rochester Hills. Xavier Hill, Mays, uh, Brad Brechting doing their thing, 36 points between the two of them. Is that something that we can expect, where the Batman and Robin effect w- will be going on? One night, one guy will be the Batman. The next day, you know, the, the next day, the next night, the other one will be the Batman.
1: Well, I, again, it's going to determine on how many points we score. I think, you know, we've scored ninety-four and eighty-four the last two games, and I, I you know, we got free pizza yesterday, and that'll probably be the only time all year yeah. we get free pizza. R- 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 sorry, fired up about that. I'm sorry, but we we need to call buddies and get that number from eighty-five to seventy-five because <laughs> <laughs> for this team for this team to win, if the game's in the eighties and nineties, then we're not we're not playing through our strengths. We're not defending. We're not. So so. You know, again, um, I don't know what those numbers are. You know, we always have a guy averaging 20 points a game. I never worry about that. Every year we have one. We don't know who it's going to be. That's not going to be the case this year because we're not going to score enough points to have people averaging that. I'd like to see ex-Brad um, and Dan, and I would hope that Trey could get there, uh, but some one guard and those three guys all averaging 12 to 15. If we can get that, then I think that's better for us this year as a team. Um, and then if, if our rebound margin can be double digits, that's what we need, You know, we a double-digit rebound margin. And then the last thing we gotta do is we gotta lower our turnover rate. We turn the ball over like it's, you know we don't care about it. we got to change that.
0: Absolutely. We'll take our break when we come back on the other side. Kendrick Nunn will join us. Former Golden Grizzlies great ripping it up in the NBA for the Miami Heat. We'll be right back with more. This is the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills.
1: Lessees get a low mileage lease on the
3: 2017 Dodge Journey for $269 a month. Rally House. Shop every team in town. College and pro. Come on, it's time to go. Visit Rally House's nine retail locations in the Detroit Metro for the
1: latest in golden Grizzly gear or your favorite local pro or college team.
3: Lions, Tigers, Red Wings, Pistons, Spartans, Chippewas, everything Michigan. Rally House rally house it's your city
1: it's your house it's the rally house shop 10 locations in michigan and online at rallyhouse.com neil
0: rule here again for real team real estate the official real estate provider for the oakland golden grizzlies look a lot of times real estate companies will hit you with a brilliant tagline in advertising speak all i can tell you is this i know tom lauer and the folks at real team real estate personally our kids have played together i have referred real team real estate to family members and close personal friends I'm asking you to support the companies that support the Golden Grizzlies. Go to MIREALTEAM.com and tell them Neil Rule and the Golden Grizzlies sent you. Real people, real experience, real results, real team real estate. Put your loved one back in control of their life. Freedom from the suffering of addiction is just a phone call away. Call Narcanon at 1 800 468 6933 or log on to stopaddiction.com. That's Narcanon at 1 800 468 6933. Call now. Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show. We are live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. As always, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. He is a coach, Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. And right now on the phone, probably somewhere in Phoenix would be my guess as his Miami Heat get ready to square off against the Phoenix Suns. One of the best to ever do it for the Golden Grizzlies. He is Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick, how you doing, my friend?
1: Good. Absolutely. Oh, we're, all, we're all great, man. We're Everybody all Everybody say hi to Kendrick. Hey, well, my gosh, Kendrick, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> you you uh, you're doing pretty good, I hear. It's funny, I, I I'm getting obviously all kinds of calls about you, and you you know what the the number one question they ask is, when did you know that he was good enough to play in the NBA? <laughs> what what's the answer to that? Yeah, well, no, what's the answer to it? When did you and I first talk about that?
2: As soon as we met, the first day. All right. <laughs> so we knew, didn't we? Really? Yeah.
1: Tell us what the journey's been like, man. That, you know, the, the, the first game, well, you get 40 in the exhibition game, and then you find out you're going to start. Tell Just take us through what that's been like.
2: It's been great. I mean, the preseason was good. Had a good preseason. I mean, the coach told me I was no stuck the day before the, the day of the game, actually. And um, I, just, I was ready for it. I mean, I've been working hard all summer. So, I mean, I earned the, the right to start. I mean, it's been going great so far. The forty point game within, uh, against the Rockets was great.
1: What was that like to know that you put four? I know, but I thought <laughs> still, still forty. You still still no words, man. Still
0: no
3: words. <laughs>
2: No, I just play the game. man. I, I love competing. I, I'm a competitor. I just love to win. I mean, and scoring obviously was one way to win, but we didn't win that game. But it was good playing against them. I mean, I just, the, my scoring, I got my buckets within the Florida game. So that's the type of player that I am. I don't, I don't force anything. I just let it come to me. I mean, made some big shots. I mean, I was feeling good the, the entire game. I didn't even know I had 40 until I had 38 and I was at the free throw line.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Did you look up good. at the scoreboard or did somebody say something to you?
2: Yeah, they, I was at the bench and, I, and Jimmy Jimmy told me, like, you can't get 40 missing free throws. <laughs> <laughs> then I went to the line again. <laughs> it was crazy.
0: Kendrick Nunn joining us here on the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Uh, Kendrick, I heard you on a podcast and, I, and I've, I forget the name of exactly which podcast it was but they they asked you they asked you point blank they said what what's what's the ceiling for you in the game and and you you didn't take any time there was no hesitation you said to be an all-star I'm going to be an all-star I want to go to the Hall of Fame and just deadpan serious right away with the response you you've always carried that confidence with you though since the time you were here since since we met you here at Oakland you've always believed that haven't you
2: yeah, definitely. Definitely. Why, I mean, every why is level that, that I, because every level that I'm at I'm always seeking what's next. What what's some new things I can achieve? And I mean I, I love to get better and work every day and that's that's all I'm looking for, is what's next, what can I do next? That's the mentality that I have. What's it like, you know,
1: stepping on the floor and there's James Hardy there? You haven't played the Lakers yet, but have, have you played against LeBron yet in a exhibition no, game or anything? No.
0: This road trip, no, the game after Phoenix, Saturday so night. So
1: take us through that. What's that like? Does, does it affect you in any way? Do you look down there and look at them? Do you mentally say, I can't wait to give you some tonight? Like, what, do you, what do you say? How do you get yourself <laughs> ready for that?
2: I mean, they're obviously some great players, and I know – that I'm a great player as well. I believe in myself just as just as much. I mean, and to get the opportunity to to be on the same floor as them, that's my chance to show everybody that I'm just as good. Yeah, for sure.
0: Kendrick Nunn joining us here on the Greg Campy Show. So, so Kendrick, what about that? I mean, your journey to the NBA, going through the D League last year. You you always you always kept that belief, and you you were an all star in the D League. I mean, just every level you've been, like you talked about before, every level you've been, you, you've accomplished. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. I would imagine that that probably helps you in the process of getting through everything.
2: Yeah, definitely. Be, uh, getting rewarded from all the hard work you put in, I man, it definitely feels good.
1: One thing I just want to tell you that you know, I've watched more NBA games this year than I, the last time I watched. NBA games was when Kay was playing, and I've seen yeah. every one of your games but one this year. Um, I'm glad I missed that one because you only had you know, <laughs> three in it, I think. So You got early Man, foul tough, trouble in that tough one? crowd here. You get er- early foul trouble, I think, in that one, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Huh? Yeah. yeah. So um, one thing I'm very proud of is, you know, this has kind of been thrown at you. Nobody knows who you are. Uh, and all of a sudden now everybody wants to know all this about you. And I, I'm very proud of how you've handled the, the, uh, all the attention and, and, the interviews and, you know, the game ends and they grab you and put you on the mic. And, you know, you you're saying all the right things. And I know that, you know, you're very humble and, uh, confident in yourself, but humble and, and thanking people. And, you know, I heard you talk about Jimmy Butler the other day and. And um, so I'm very proud of that man it, I think everybody here this is pretty pretty cool thing for all of the Oakland Nation, the Grizz gang, and all those people they're all watching the games. they're all hoping for the best for you and and uh you know, the only thing we ask is, you know, I don't know if you get fined for this, but maybe I'd pay the fine for you is you need to you know maybe post game throw a Grizz t-shirt on while you're doing one of those those. <laughs> you know, just keep one on the bench behind you or something. Just throw it on afterwards, you know. Are you getting a lot of where's Oakland? People Uh, ask where Oakland
2: is. Yeah. They think it's in California. When I tell them, you already know they think it's in California. And I have to remind them right now it's in Michigan. I have to tell
1: them. Well, I'll tell you what, you keep doing what you're doing, son, and and nobody will will be asking that because everybody's going to know where it is. Yeah, oh, no, Kendrick. Real,
0: re, yeah, real quickly, Kendrick. W- when you look at what what you are doing in the NBA right now, Mike Brasso, former Golden Grizzly, doing his thing in Major League Baseball with the Tampa Bay Rays. Brian Stewart's on the PGA Tour; uh, he's a factor out there every single week. You have Steve Clark in the MLS. I mean, you guys collectively ha- have raised the profile of Golden Grizzlies athletics the four of you, together to show everybody. I mean, you can you can get to anywhere you want to be. If you want to play in the NBA, if you want to play in the MLS, you want to play in Major League
2: Baseball, you can go to Oakland. And you can get there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no slack to that program at all. I mean, they have the right program in place, the development, and everything. If you listen, man, you, you definitely can, can move forward.
0: And, Kendrick, I had one question uh, sent to me. Uh, from somebody here in the audience, they want to know: compare Eric Spolstra and Greg Campy.
1: Be careful, Kendrick.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm oh, I'm better yeah. looking than his, aren't I? He's losing his hair. All right, so
2: give
0: give it I to us, Kendrick. Know. Compare the know. two.
2: That's hard comparison on the spot, man. I don't think.
0: <laughs> well, it's a, how about the demeanor? I would imagine it. Does Spolster get fired up? Is there a lot of floor stomping and all that stuff going on with Spolster in the NBA?
2: Not as much as Kev, you know. <laughs> it's
0: only because I love you, Kendrick. It's only because I love you. <laughs> all right. Well, well, Kendrick, we'll let you run. I know you're getting ready to do your thing against the Phoenix Suns coming up. You'll get your crack at LeBron and Anthony Davis and the Lakers this
1: weekend as well. Hey, you got the Pistons next Tuesday, right? Pistons next Tuesday yeah. in Miami. Yeah, yeah. Give them some for me, okay? I got you. Uh, All right. Th- there,
0: there he is, Kendrick. Now, we'll be down to see you on Monday, my friend. Uh, we'll be, come down to see you in Miami after this road trip is up. And, uh, again, as Coach Campy said, man, keep doing your thing. Everybody here is really proud of you and appreciate you carving out the time, Kendrick, for real. Thanks.
2: All right. All right. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. All, All
0: right, right, Kendrick. That is Kendrick Nunn, everybody. Golden Grizzlies, great now of the Miami Heat. and camp it it really is amazing that as we sit here and we talked about it on social media and hey come out to the campy show at RJ's pub and the crowd comes in and the Pistons pregame is on and you look up and on the graphic you know Tim McCormick's uh, outlook for the NBA rookie of the year right in the middle Kendrick Nunn
1: uh, golden he, Grizzly he, he's earned that though He deserves that and he got his opportunity and a lot of times you know the, there's a lot of great players that that never get an opportunity and then there's a lot of great players that when the opportunity comes they're not ready for it and they don't handle it and they never get another one and you know that's you know travis bader's never gotten the chance as good as he played in summer league and all that nobody took the chance at him um kendrick he made them give him a chance um and then this past summer is really you know everybody's talking about what he's doing now but this past summer is what he did to get the chance He he made the all-tournament all, uh, team in the summer league. And so Miami had to give him a chance. And then he got a break. You know, Butler's uh, was going to have a baby and left and missed the first couple games because of a paternity leave. And then somebody else got suspended and somebody got hurt. And there was his chance. And he comes out and he gets 24, 28, 18. You know, he jumped on his chance. And you, hard work meets preparation. You know, you get the opportunity, he took it, and so you got to give him a ton of credit, man. It, it's it's not easy what he's doing, and he's a great talent, but it's not easy, and he he really did a great job. So I'm really proud of him. And what I said to him, I'm proud the most is the way he's handling it. You know, um, my friend Bernie Sippel over here, and he and I, you know, we we play a lot of golf together, and we talk about, we laugh at, at Tiger Woods and those great golfers when they say things publicly that you know come on man what are you saying it's because they're never publicly going to admit that they made a mistake or that you know they don't want their confidence they don't and at that level when you're at that high level you have to have an unbelievable belief in yourself because everybody wants what you what you're going after too and and you could see kendrick to sit there and say i want to be in the hall of fame i want to be an all-star He's doing the work to do it, and he has a great belief in himself. So, I think the sky's the limit for it for him. I really do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Certainly has dominated everywhere he's been. And it's funny, coach, because that story you tell is not much different than Travis Bader's story that, that that you've told in the past. How Travis Bader came to be his freshman year, got his shot. Somebody else, you know, made a mistake. He stepped in, took advantage, made a couple threes early on, and then beat JJ Reddick's record. I mean, there there are constant examples of it. if you you stay ready you don't have to get
1: ready Lampman could be the next example of it because if Blake would have gone out and hit the backboard yesterday and and shot an air ball he may not have gotten another chance for a long time and now he went out and did that he believes in himself and Friday night he's going to be one of the first guys in the game right so you've got to jump on your opportunities and it's just cool that Kendrick's doing it and what he what he's battled through in his life and overcome and you know the things that he's heard yelled at him and all the things that, that we went through his senior year right um you know that that would have made a lot of kids quit and give up and he didn't and look where he's at yeah,
0: and that was something Matt Bolt and I always talked about you know when he when he had to deal with those things did it business like very yeah. business like let us play do the talking, come and coming put 28 on you and get on the bus and go home yeah.
1: and his next contract if he keeps going <laughs> it could be 50 80 90 million dollars which geez, maybe we'll get a practice facility then <laughs> Always
0: working, folks,
1: always working. You still listen, Kendrick.
0: Kendrick, (laughs) hello, Kendrick. Hello, (laughs) attention, Kendrick, you still with us. (laughs) We'll we'll have that conversation at a later time. We'll take our final break of the night. When we come back, your tweets on Twitter. Uh, we'll, We'll sneak in a quick look ahead to what's going on down in Kissimmee, Florida, with the Sunshine Slam. A lot to get to, not a lot of time to do it, but we will tackle it. Coming up next, you are listening to the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills.
3: This way forged in the same fire blood may be thicker than water but we've got oil in our veins welcome to the brotherhood of muscle
1: right now employee lessees get a low mileage lease on the 2017 Dodge Journey for $269 a month
0: Neil Rule here again for Real Team Real Estate, the official real estate provider for the Oakland Golden Grizzlies. Look, a lot of times real estate companies will hit you with a brilliant tagline in advertising speak. All I can tell you is this, I know Tom Lauer and the folks at Real Team Real Estate personally. Our kids have played together. I have referred Real Team Real Estate to family members and close personal friends. I'm asking you to support the companies that support the Golden Grizzlies. Go to mirealteam.com and tell them Neil Rule and the Golden Grizzlies sent you real people, real experience, real results, real team real estate. I'm here with Cameron Evans, president of the Evans Law Group, proudly headquartered in downtown Rochester. Super Lawyers Magazine has recognized Cam as one of the top 100 lawyers in Michigan. U.S. News & World Report has recognized the Evans Law Group as one of the best law firms in the United States and recognized Cam for the ninth straight year as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. Cam, what does this type of all-American recognition mean to you?
3: Neil, it means that our clients believe they receive outstanding value for the advice, counsel, and legal representation we provide. Evans Law Group was founded with an emphasis on advising businesses on all facets of their labor and employment law issues, including conducting a broad range of in-house employment and human resources compliance seminars. Having effective training for executives and managers related to HR compliance issues in the workplace has never been more critical than it is today. I am honored to have presented my seminars to a broad array of businesses ranging from publicly traded companies to multi-generational family businesses and to just about everything in between. To learn more about the services offered
0: by the Evans Law Group, contact CAM at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com.
3: Thanks a lot, Neil. It is an honor once again to sponsor the Great Campy Radio Show and go Golden Grizzlies.
0: Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. As always, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. He is a coach, Greg Campy. And, Coach, I know it's your favorite portion of the show. Let's get going. Yeah. We don't have much time. Hashtag Ask Campy. we got to fire through these at Oakland UFAN. Coach, what was your initial reaction when you saw Mercy was coming to the arena during student break?
1: I was very angry. I went in to see my boss, and I said we have to do something about this. This can never happen again. And uh, in the spring meetings, I'm going to voice my opinion of this. That you know, our league, uh, they try and be fair and equitable, as all leagues do, and I understand that. But we also have to be smart. We're trying to promote. uh, It's the best rivalry in the league. It it that's a fact. You know, Milwaukee Green Bay is a close one. one. I think Northern Kentucky and uh, Wright State are growing one um, but the Detroit Oakland rivalry is the best in the league at every game we play we set a r- attendance record uh, the arena is just packed on that night and to not have that game when both students are in session it's a 25-minute ride is it, just stupid it's just plain stupid on our part um, now the league would say, well, you know, th- we have to, and, and I get it, uh, you know, I'm on, all on board with the league uh, doing that, but I think we have to find a way to get that game, and and I don't know, I might be dead wrong here, you know, I might be dead wrong, but we have to have that game when the students are on campus, we just have to, it, it's just, and I believe the game's got to be on ESPN now, people can argue that one with me, but I think the league puts it... But the game's always competitive. It's always... There's dislike. It's... There's an environment. There's the all students, the angles. Right. And, you know, and now the game that we play down there is during... Uh, they've got their students and, and that, and it's a Saturday and it could be on TV or maybe... it's. A, I think it's a game that's a flex game, I think. So it might be, and I'm sure, you know, but that's just my reaction. Um, it, there's no... I don't think when the schedule came out, anybody anybody thought that. And I think the smart we have a we have really smart people in our league office. And I think all you know that's going to be brought up to, and they're going to say, "Oh yeah, you're probably right. We probably really need to value our our rivalries and and take a good look at that." But they're more into fair and equitable than they are into so. There's got to be a way to merge the two. And, and like I said, I've got smart people there that have been. You know, we've got a commissioner that's one of the best in the country. He's been around for, uh, I don't want to say how many years because I'll say how old he is and he will get mad at me for that. But he, <laughs> he he's, one of, he's, he's one of the best commissioners in the country. The league's been one of the best leagues in the country for years. So, um, you know, I, I think we'll take a good look at it.
0: Mr. Drew Hoff tweets at us, says, I know he can't speak specifically on incoming recruits, but can you touch on the team's recruiting process, how you're able to get such a large class in what seemed like a very little amount of time? A lot of hard
1: work a lot of hard work uh you know the bottom fell out on us in april and april's really not a period of time that you want to be out there recruiting and my staff did a tremendous job we scoured everything we found guys and it's it's amazing how talented this freshman class and and these guys are um you know i to to think about you know when the middle of april came before the bottom fell out we we had uh, Jackie Harris and Gettlefinger. And then, you know, we had to go out and get four or five more guys, six, six more guys. And finding Kevin Kangu that late, he played on a national championship junior college team. Not the division, two, the num, you know. And he scored 14 points and had eight rebounds in the championship game. So it's not like he wasn't. To be able to get him that late, to be able to get um, Oladapo, uh, we put a lot of time and effort into that young man. Um, there were a lot of emotional swings during that recruiting. I'm, uh, I'm
0: glad I'm glad you said it, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> but I found out he's an emotional young man. And, it's part uh, of the package, Ryan. so I
0: mean the motor, right? Uh, 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 that all goes to it. At Wes V. says on Twitter, are there any plans to honor the 10-year anniversary of the 09-10 championship team this year? Hashtag Keto, hashtag JJ, hashtag #WillTheThrill." hashtag Will the Thrill.
1: Yeah, uh, Gibbs is here, and he's... Come in, and and that was on his priority list to do it. What's right. the date? Do you know? It's when Valentine's weekend. Valentine's weekend, they'll be back. And you know who we play that weekend?
0: No. We got a whole whole line of stuff we're working on. We're not right. tracking them down for some podcasts right. and all that stuff. Some one-on-one interviews. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. No question about it. Jake so the Wollock, answer the answer is yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. Uh, Jake Wolak, who is not here tonight, but has checked in though <laughs> with some of the folks up here. Says coach believes that your team is too young to be running out in transition this year. That seemed to be very comfortable. They seemed to be very comfortable pushing the ball last night, especially when led by Kangu. Are you open to letting the offense run more freely if that keeps up?
1: If every time we play Goshen this year, we'll do that. But oh, you know, we need to learn how to play to our strengths, and you know, it's it's a whole different thing. And you know, a lot of years around here, people have, you know, they'll say. We always we always want things different, and, you know, I mean, we led the nation in scoring. We were top 10 in scoring for 10 years in a row or something like that, and it was, well, we don't guard, and we got to do this better, and we got, well, you're going to see some ugly defensive 62, 49, 61, 58 games this year, and this is who we are going to be, and that's how we're going to play. and as we get better and we don't turn the ball over as much, as Kango gets better at the point, as Gettlefinger gets more comfortable, as the shooters be- get to shoot a little bit better and we grow, we, we will open up a little bit. But it's we're not going to be a running team, up and down team. That's just not our strength. More tweets coming in with the
0: hashtag Gilbert, who was here a little bit. Earlier says, Coach, can you talk about the NCAA's transfer appeal process? Is there any chance Rashad Williams might be able to get eligible at some point? Did Cleveland State stand in the way? And did you see the Cleveland State box score from last night? Hashtag Boo Vikings.
3: Throwing
1: <laughs> a little shade at him. Well, I can't. I can't go. I can't. This, you know, that's unfair of me to to speak anything but what I know. Um, to answer the question. Could he become eligible? Yes. Is it likely? No. Um, we put together what I thought. Uh, our comp- compliance officer, our athletic director, put a lot of time and effort into the appeal. We thought we had a very good ground to stand on. Um, no, Cleveland State did not.
0: Uh, uh, Impede the progress? Is that No, they...
1: they did what they do. They, they yeah. did not, you know, they're asked, do you care? And they cared. Um, that's their right to do it. Um, they, our league does not have an inter-transfer policy. There aren't any out there right now. This is all new. Those things are all going to change as, as this progresses. And, you know, we had 900 kids in the portal this year. We'll have 1,200 probably next year. I mean, as this grows, we're going to all have to work together to find a way to do this. The nca has got, it's a tough job. they got all these appeals. They're trying to follow rules and restrictions, and who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm confused by the whole process. Uh, but we are going to appeal it, and is there a chance we could win the appeal? We wouldn't spend the time and effort if we didn't think there was a chance. My guess is it's a slim chance.
0: Uh, at Grizz Talk OU, Coach, when do you start paying attention to what other teams in the conference are doing?
1: Every day. So I, <laughs> I started when Oakland went into the Horizon League. So we know we watch. I watch every game. I look at every box score. I try and figure out who people are and how we're going to guard people. That, that That's a 100% process every day, every time somebody plays.
0: This is funny to me, Coach. Somebody brought up an old tweet uh from when I was working for ESPN Radio and I was down at the Final Four and talked to Dan Marley and I asked him we did an interview with him and I asked him would you would you play Oakland and uh he said yeah you know we we would be open to it fans fans are enthralled with this possible Grand Canyon Oakland matchup is there any any possibility of that happening for whatever reason they're enthralled by it they ask it all the time
1: yeah i mean who wouldn't want to go to phoenix to play um We've tried to make that happen. I'm, I'm surprised a little bit by that answer because we've tried to make that game happen. And
0: Well, this was this was when the Final Four was down in Houston. Oh. So it was a different yeah. time and space for everyone.
1: Yeah, so basically when we've tried to play a couple times, it hasn't worked out. So I'll ask him again.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> there you have it, Coach. Final two minutes or so of the show. Headed down to Florida early, early, early tomorrow morning. Uh, take us through it. What do you expect?
1: um i expect uh the unexpected i mean i have no idea uh, i think they're three really good teams i think we could go down there and, and play very well and i think it could go really bad wrong uh, i just don't know i i hope it doesn't go really wrong i hope that we take you know bigger steps um but we got to defend. We got to rebound, and if we do that, I think we'll be in all three games. Um, then it'll come down to if, how we value the ball and do we turn it over or not. Are we sloppy? Do we play? Are we getting better at those types of things? So, I I would say in in all my time of doing this, I am I have no idea. You know, really don't. I really don't have any idea. I do think that by December. By the end of December, by March, I think we can be a really good basketball team. I think we're very talented. It's just when you have that many new kids, and you really don't know what's going to, going to happen, you got to see it. I, I got to see how we handle adversity. What happens when somebody goes on a 12-0 run? You know what happens when somebody falling down throws a shot in, and you know how do we respond? What do we do when we're in trouble? Do we get the ball where it's supposed to go? Do we do we execute or do we not? And uh, it's going to be a fun ride with this group, though, because they play their tails off.
0: And that will about wrap it up here for the Greg Campy Show, the first installment of the new season. Big thank you to everybody here at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Thank you to the Evans Law Group as well. Any, quickly, 10 seconds, any parting shots?
1: No, just great for Kendrick. I mean, I can't tell you how happy I am for that young man, and I hope that he does do all those things he wants to achieve.
0: All the games in Florida will be available on WDFN. Flow Sports on the TV side as well. He is a coach Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule. Thank you, everybody, for listening to The Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Well, see you later.